Hello once again, everyone. Today is Yod 10 2 15 Yod, also known as October 8th, 2019. Yesterday's recording, I didn't get to finish. I forgot to put my phone on uh, the airplane mode, which keeps phones and texts from coming in and messing up my recording. So I didn't want to re record it because I really liked what I said. <laughs> So I just left it as, well, as it was and, and hope you'd understand. What I was getting to there is that um, concerning knowing the sounds, being attentive to the sounds. And I have I've noticed people as of late uh, beginning to just get into a routine of life and not engaging every day with the sounds. I, I you know I'll share with my friend there from Australia that it they have you have to engage with them i've heard uh, grant speak about this grant mahoney and i said you know you're you know, he's really good he and sam at engaging their angels i mean this is so personal it's just amazing and i've gotten better at it he said i said why don't they just engage with you he said well once you've been engaging with them for a while it's a protocol for you to engage first then they will be more apt to engage with you once you have uh, opened up this portal in your life. And so and I find that be the case when I began to encounter Melchizedek. And to start with, it was, um, it was as I received the invitation by several people that I, I respected told me I had an invitation from Melchizedek and I had to formally accept the invitation. And when I did that, I was open for however way that he wanted to show up. And, he, and then, he, you know, you know, the story about how he showed up in a whistling whisper, which I did not expect. But it was awesome. But I knew who he was immediately. And it was some time before he would actually let me see him. And I did. And the first time I, I, uh, I saw him, it was just a form. He was covered in a tallit. I, I didn't even know it was a tallit at the time. because I didn't know what a tallit was other than a pressure. And so I... When I began to first encounter, then I, I was able to engage him properly. I learned how to engage that and engage the different things. And I was sharing uh, with my friend about how that gold, uh, when we would do a d decree, that uh, Yahweh had me do a particular decree concerning a currency of a nation on the other side of the world. This has been a number of years ago. And the time gold worked with us. And we would do things, but then one day, and it was awesome, it turned out the way we had hoped it would turn out. Pretty amazing story, won't we get into that today. But what happened, uh, the later Yahweh had me address gold and tell gold to move a certain way. Well, as I did, it wouldn't do that. It, it would do the opposite of that. And so I was puzzled by it. I thought I was missing something, but then Yahweh began to tell me that I actually was didn't realize that the gold wasn't saved or didn't know the sound of Yahweh in it. Like I mentioned yesterday, everything that Yahweh's created has a frequency. It may not breathe and have the uh, blood like we do, but it is alive because Yahweh has spoken it, in, has spoken it into existence as a frequency of movement, even though you may not see it. It's of him, and it, and it causes a sound even. So as we engage these sounds, we... we don't become complacent and just going about our lives and succumbing to the normal paths of things. So you miss things. That's no good. And so I was, um, and you know, and I've had people want to meet me to go ahead and use gold. Since, uh, well, what happened? Then let me, let me go into the story. 
I, I said, what's wrong with gold? And he always says, I, it's just not saved. I want you to call it home. And so call it into the, into the family, into the kingdom. And so he, he treated it as a, like a human being. It was lost and needed to be found. And so I began to call on it. I began to call it home, even almost like a, a prayer call, you know, I mean, an altar call. And so um, a couple of years ago, maybe me three now, I, I knew that gold was being moved to come home. And as that happened, I can tell you where I was when it happened. I knew that gold got saved. I know it sounds ridiculous, but remember, we've all been raised in slavery. Our minds want to call that ridiculous because we've been raised by the Babylonian system or religion. And, and, and it wants to tell us that, oh, you can't do that. But he always says you can. So I, I'd rather listen to him than listen to academia or, or anything to do with Babylon or just to measure what man thinks. Uh, that's, you know, the things of Yahweh are so beyond that. So I wanted to tell you, uh, this, this friend of mine from Australia is asking me, he says, well, why don't you just do something with the goal? Well, you know, you can do things and move things around in such a way to be able to, um, you know, get the funds you need for your company and all kind of things. I said, well, it doesn't work like that. Um, you know, Yahweh has a process. He has a way of moving things. and It's not, not just so we can just fix everything ourselves. I, I, I want to manage it the way he wants me to manage it. It's just like I was mentioning about our, our children when they first started driving. I gave him this reference. I think it's how I got interrupted yesterday, but but that when our daughter Jessica, our oldest, began to drive, well, you know, with, you know, first year, fifteen years of age, I think all that's way too young. I didn't then, but I do now. For <laughs> when I was a teenager, it's way too young. But I knew she wasn't experienced good enough yet. But then once about a year later, at sixteen, you know, they they have a right to get their driver's license. They take the test and. And to me, it's kind of a simple test. They take it, and then you turn them loose with a car, a big car. In the United States here, we have huge cars. And so um, <laughs> she gets the car, but she didn't know that I was a few cars back when she pulled out from when she got her license. She was so excited. And I never wanted my kids to to ride with other other kids either. So we made a way for them to have a vehicle. And I didn't want them riding with other vehicles, other people because I didn't know what their standard was. So, but I, Jessica didn't know it, but uh, we, I was usually a couple cars back behind her watching to see if she would do things the way that I had taught her. And if she would handle the car the way I knew that she was supposed to. She was different. The, the girls were different. We have two daughters and two sons. Girls were different than the boys. Uh, the, the girls um, were uh, better in some respects, but also more emotional in some respects. So, it, it kind of goes, you know, different ways. But same way with handling this gold, handling things that Yahweh gives me, these sounds of things he gives us. How do we handle it? I believe he watches us to see and lets us see how we handle things. This is all about us. That people ask me, was, well, why don't you just move this gold, get gold to do this for you? Well, I don't treat gold that way. I, I move with what Yahweh wants to do and how he wants to do it. And when he says do it, I do it the way he wants it done. I, I, I don't do like when, you know, when Israel came up against Jericho and it was a it's massive city, this huge wall, you've heard the story. And they came upon it and there was a peculiar way Yahweh wanted to destroy the walls of this city. And that was his way. It didn't make any sense as far as a natural battle or anything because naturally they, they couldn't defeat the city. But, you know, what was kind of funny is later after they had done this, the they thought, well, we got this. Now, this is awesome, you know. You know, and so they came upon the little, little, little 
city of, and I think it's funny, the name of it is AI. Because I see what's ahead of us now and all we're doing in technology and what we're doing as the sun's creating new technologies, that AI is a big deal. But if, if you treat it like nothing, no big deal, then it, it, it can whip you. But the Yahweh wants the sons to handle these things. And so when the children of Israel did not refer to how Yahweh wanted to handle it, this small little, little, little city defeated them because they thought they could do it. I never want to assume, presume, but I'm also not going to be afraid to engage either. When I know that it's right. I'll never be pressured by anyone to try to do something because we were successful in something else. If I do, then I know that um, I, the, the keys may be taken away from me, you know, like the keys from the car. <laughs> you may have to go through another little bit of a schooling. You may have your license, but it doesn't mean that you're a pro yet. <laughs> and so, you know, get to thinking that you are. When you see a teenager racing down the road, you know, you, you see why their insurance is so high in their vehicle, but you also need to pray for them for their safety because you want it to be a heartbroken thing for some, some parents with what might happen and for the safety of people around them. Just I, I want to be mature in the things that Yahweh gives me. I want to handle it just the way he wants to handle it inside of me. I'm not going to be afraid, but I'm not, I'm not going to be pressured to do something either that I know I shouldn't do. I know what to do and I'll do I'll, I'll get better at doing these things, but I must listen I must be in tune with the frequencies of heaven and earth and engaging with all that Yahweh has for us. Well, there's my 10 minutes today. I bless you and all that you do. Declare peace over you today. I declare shalom. Hello again, everyone. Today is Yod 10 2, 16 Yod, also known as October 9th, 2019. I want to engage again today concerning uh, the place we are and, and knowing the sounds of where we are. I um, live in, of course, the deep south of the United States. and uh, I live on a bayou called, actually, Alligator Bayou. And people say, are the alligators there? Well, yeah, yeah it's named Alligator Bayou. <laughs> they leave us alone, we leave them alone. And so uh, it's, it's a beautiful place. I, I live in a little um, area of the savanna grass out on the back. It's beautiful. Uh, we have had a long, long summer here that's just kind of starting to fade now. You know, we're in, we're in oct October now. Usually by now we've had fall weather. And so it's, uh, and I like the fall weather. I'm not a winter kind of guy. But I do like the, uh, the fall temperatures. I like the spring temperatures. This summer, I can take it or leave it. Uh, but, um, you know, I'm talking about seasons and about knowing the sounds of the seasons and knowing the sounds of different things. You know, and I know my friends, uh, the Southern Hemisphere of New Zealand, Australia, South Africa, they um, are experiencing, you know, they're coming into their, their spring and their summer where we're, we're headed into the fall and to the winter. And so um, I know it's obvious, but I'm just saying to think about seasons. And when Yahweh began to deal with me about the sounds of the, of the dimensions, uh, you know, I noticed how sounds of the different seasons work. And when Yahweh began to deal with me about that up here is no real season, there's no seasons. And I, even though I'm enjoying now finally a little bit of cool temperature out of the uh, long, long hot summer that we had, then uh, I'm enjoying this change, actually. But, you know, um, 
we've had the mentality of the seasons, and I believe that was right in the war ages, but in the ages of where we are now, to know the joyful sounds of the different dimensions. I think it's a more of a dimensional thinking instead of a seasonal thinking. Say, so, well, it's uh, semantics. No, it's not. It's, it's positional. Uh, to be in the right position to know where you are as there is a change of the outside in, inside out to engage the sounds of each dimension that you enter. And some people say, well, what, what dimension are you talking about? Well, it, that's relative to what you have engaged with. If you've not engaged with much, and like I was talking the last couple of days, I've noticed people kind of get in, get called into routines of life and expect things to continue to change, but they're, they'll not change until you change. Uh, we we have decisions to, to make. We have decisions that we can where we can decide uh, if we want to engage or not. And you you can be in a really bad place, but can engage Almighty God. You can be in a place that is not conducive for anything uh, for uh, the presence of God, and you can engage Almighty Yahweh. You can't go anywhere. He says, "Where can you hide from His presence?" So isn't that awesome? But He also when he wants us to engage the different levels of, of who he is inside of him in his mountain and Mount Zion, my father's house for many mansions. You know, when we did, we deal with the progressive throne rooms. We deal with the, uh, the, the, the different ones of four progressive throne rooms. One is that, of course, our identity and to hear the sound of your name, which I think are six letters and you declare who you, what your name is when you enter and when you are entering this phase of your this dimension of your throne room is really one throne room, but four different expressions or dimensions of your throne room. You make those sounds in your house, in your mansion, in your throne room as you move into position concerning that. You make the joyful sounds. You engage with it, not just by repetition, but you just engage with it spiritually. You, yeah, you, it might be repetition for a while until you get it. Begin to see the sounds of the changes of, if you will, the seasons as we we, we think seasonally because it's what we've been raised around with, with the movement of the earth back and forth and causes the seasons to change uh, as we see fall approaching us here, finally, uh, in the uh, deep south of, of lower Alabama. And so as as we, you know, they've got more the north wind blowing a little bit now uh, out, of the, uh, out of the northern states. And, and uh, so it feels good. Humidity is lower. As you're able to change dimensions within the throne rooms, the first one being that of your identity. Then the second one is declaring kaiolam, that of everlasting life. And then and, and moving on to the mind of Christ. That's the progression I see. Then you're able to step into the place no one's been able to go. And that's except for Yeshua. Yeshua has, has declared it all. We know that. He has made the way for all of us. He is the way, the truth, the life. We're able to engage because he has already engaged and he already is in him. We move and live and have our being. And so as we engage this, and we're able to get that fourth dimension throne room with the outside and inside out. We're able to engage him. Yodhe Vavhe, Yodhe Shin hey, And we can go into a place that we need to experience something different. You'll know the sounds. Because you're creating the sounds that can affect you here on earth. They can uh, enable you to move better in a situation. You know, I was uh, I mentioned this, I, I know, um, in a previous podcast, but I was speaking to a young man who was visiting with me. And 
And I just told him, I said, you know, I'm looking, I'm com- I'm going to create a sound that the one that's looking for me, the ones looking for me, are also creating a sound. My sound, they're hearing. I'm hearing their sound, so we can we can coordinate together to do what their part is. Yahweh wants to use us all in some way. Everybody has to do their part. So that's why I think as we engage these sounds this within us of heaven, within us in Zion, from within us in our throne room, this from within us and it goes inside out, then outside in gets to come in. Do you get that? Is that cool? Did you hear that? As my grandson said, when he's listening to a whole group of frogs in a little pond, they begin to just do all these crazy sounds. And he looked at me, his name's Sawyer. He says, did you hear that? And so you begin to hear things that are just strike you. Like it did my grandson hearing all those little frogs making their really, really, really loud sounds right before dark. And uh, they, they begin to make their, their unique sounds together in unison. And he said, did you hear that? So I, I believe there's some things that we need to hear. But there's some things we need to say. Some sounds we need to create. Some things that we need to hear from the creation, from the creator, also from each other. There are people that you need in your life, speaking into your life, as I do. I need to also speak into, into people's lives. Like I'm blessed that you would listen to this this day. I'm honored. I hope this is making a difference in what the progression of your life, engaging of who you are, who Yahweh is in you, and who you are in him, and who we are as in each other. Remember the goal that I believe each day we're to have is to is the John 17, where Yeshua said, Father, may they know that I'm in you. You're in me. We're in them. They're in each other through us. And we'll see the uniqueness of how we do need all these sounds of each other to be able to see them clearly. We'll look to see what he will say to us. And how we will make our changes as we're as our path that finds its way says correction that mean this re- being rejected or being judged. So I mean we're finding our way in this place. So important to make your sound. Don't make a just a repetitive sound just so you heard somebody else say it. Let it be your sound. The sound Yahweh gave you out of engagement by the things of the spirit. I believe you're all you all are 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 very capable of hearing your sound. I need to hear the sounds of people that I know fit within what I'm called to do. I pray they engage today. I will engage to make my sound heard. What you always think is declaring in me. Not to just boast or say anything. That's not of Yahweh. That's not the joyful sound. It's making his sound in me because I've engaged these dimensions that have a different look than other dimensions. Call it, call it whatever you want to call it. I don't call it seasons. I call it engaging the dimensions of moving on to the other things. He always called us to. Well, my 10 minutes is up or up. I declare blessings over you today. Shalom. Hello again, everyone. Today is Yod 10 16 Yod, also known as October 9th, 2019. I want to engage again today 
concerning uh, the place we are and, and knowing the sounds of where we are. I um, live in, of course, the deep south of the United States, and uh, I live on a bayou called, actually, Alligator Bayou. And people say, are the alligators there? Well, yeah, yeah, it's named Alligator Bayou. <laughs> they leave us alone, we leave them alone. And so uh, it's, it's a beautiful place. I, I live in a little um, area of the savannah grass out on the back. It's beautiful. Uh, we have had a long, long summer here that's just kind of starting to fade now. You know, we're in, we're in October now. Usually by now we've had fall weather. And so it's, uh, and I like the fall weather. I'm not a winter kind of guy, but I do like the uh, the fall temperatures. I like the spring temperatures. This summer, I can take it or leave it. Uh, but, um, you know, I'm talking about seasons and about knowing the sounds of the seasons and knowing the sounds of different things. You know, and I know my friends, uh, the Southern Hemisphere of New Zealand, Australia, South Africa, they um, are experiencing, you know, they're coming into their, their spring and their summer, we're, we're headed into the fall and to the winter. And so, um, I know it's obvious, but to say, to think about seasons and when y'all began to deal with me about the sounds of the, of the dimensions, uh, you know, I noticed how sounds of the different seasons work. And when y'all began to deal with me about that up here is no real season, there's no seasons and I, even though I'm enjoying now finally a little bit of cool temperature out of the uh, long, long hot summer that we had, then uh, I'm enjoying this change, actually. But, you know, um, we've had the mentality of the seasons, and I believe that was right in the war ages. But in the ages of where we are now, to know the joyful sounds of the different dimensions, I think it's a more of a dimensional thinking instead of a seasonal thinking. Say, well, it's uh, semantics. No, it's not. It's, it's positional. Uh, to be in the right position to know where you are as there is a change of the outside in, inside out to engage the sounds of each dimension that you enter. And some people say, well, what, what dimension are you talking about? Well, it, that's relative to what you have engaged with. If you've not engaged with much, and like I was talking the last couple of days, I've noticed people kind of get in, get called into routines of life and expect things to continue to change but they're, they'll not change until you change uh we we have decisions to to make we have decisions that we can where we can decide uh if we want to engage or not and you you could be in a really bad place but can engage almighty god you can be in a place that is not conducive for anything uh for uh the presence of god and you can engage almighty yahweh you can't go anywhere. He says, where can you hide from his presence? So isn't that awesome? But he also, when he wants us to engage the different levels of, of who he is inside of him in his mountain, in Mount Zion, my father's house for many mansions. You know, when we did, we deal with the progressive throne rooms. We deal with the, uh, the, the, the different ones, the four progressive throne rooms. One is that, of course, our identity. And to hear the sound of your name, which I think are six letters, and you declare who you, what your name is when you enter and when you are entering this phase of your this dimension of your throne room. It's really one throne room, but four different expressions or dimensions of your throne room. You make those sounds in your house, in your mansion, in your throne room as you move 
into position concerning that. You make the joyful sounds. You engage with it. Not just by repetition, but you just engage with it spiritually. You, yeah, you, it might be repetition for a while until you get it. Begin to see the sounds of the changes of, if you will, the seasons. as We, we, we think seasonally because it's what we've been raised around with, with the movement of the earth back and forth and causes the seasons to change. Uh, as we see fall approaching us here, finally, uh, in the uh, deep south of, of lower Alabama. And so as, as we, you know, they've got more of the north wind blowing a little bit now uh, out, of the, uh, out of the northern states. And, and uh, so it feels good. Humidity is lower. As you're able to change dimensions within the throne rooms, the first one being that of your identity. Then the second one is declaring kaiolam, that of everlasting life. And then and, and moving on to the mind of Christ. That's the progression I see. Then you're able to step into the place no one's been able to go. And that's except for Yeshua. Yeshua has, has declared it all. We know that. He has made the way for all of us. He is the way, the truth, the life. We're able to engage because he has already engaged. And he already is. In him we move and live and have our being. And so as we engage this, and we're able to get that fourth dimension throne room where the outside and inside eyes, we're able to engage him. yod Vave, yod shin Hey, And we can go into a place that we need to experience something different. You'll know the sounds because you're creating the sounds that can affect you here on earth. They can uh, enable you to move better in a situation. You know, I was, uh, I mentioned this, I, I know, um, in a previous podcast, but I was speaking to a young man that was visiting with me and, and I just told him, I said, you know, I'm looking, I'm com- I'm going to create a sound that the one that's looking for me, the ones looking for me are also creating a sound. My sound, they're hearing, I'm hearing their sound so we can, we can coordinate together to do what their part is. Yahweh wants to use us all in some way. Everybody has to do their part. So that's why I think as we engage these sounds, this within us of heaven, within us in Zion, from within us in our throne room, this from within us and it goes inside out, then outside in gets to come in. Do you get that? Is that cool? Did you hear that? As my grandson said, when he's listening to a whole group of frogs in a little pond, they begin to just do all these crazy sounds. And he looked at me, his name's Sawyer. He says, did you hear that? And so you begin to hear things that are just strike you. Like it did my grandson hearing all those little frogs making their really, really, really loud sounds right before dark. And uh, they, they begin to make their, their unique sounds together in unison. And he said, did you hear that? So I, I believe there's some things that we need to hear. But there's some things we need to say. Some sounds we need to create. Some things that we need to hear from the creation, from the creator, also from each other. There are people that you need in your life, speaking into your life, as I do. I need to also speak into, into people's lives. Like I've, I'm blessed that you would listen to this this day. I'm honored. I hope this is making a difference in what the progression of your life, engaging of who you are, who Yahweh is in you, and who you are in him, and who we are as in each other. Remember the goal that I believe each day we're to have is to is a John 17. 
where Yeshua said, Father, may they know that I'm in you. You're in me. We're in them. They're in each other through us. And we'll see the uniqueness of how we do need all these sounds of each other to be able to see them clearly. We'll look to see what he will say to us and how we will make our changes as we're as our path that finds its way. It says correction that mean this re- being rejected or being judged. So I mean we're finding our way in this place. So important to make your sound. Don't make a just a repetitive sound just so you heard somebody else say it. Let it be your sound. The sound Yahweh gave you out of engagement by the things of the Spirit. I believe you're all you all are are, are very capable of hearing your sound. I need to hear the sounds of people that I know fit within what I'm called to do. I pray they engage today. I will engage to make my sound heard. What he always is declaring in me. Not to just boast or say anything. That's not of Yahweh. That's not the joyful sound. It's making his sound in me. Because I've engaged these dimensions to have a different look than other dimensions. Call it. Whatever you want to call it. I don't call it seasons. I call it engaging the dimensions of moving on to the other things. He always called us to. Well, my 10 minutes is up. Are up. I declare blessings over you today. Shalom.